Welcome to Talk Nation Radio, a half-hour discussion of politics as if the people mattered. I'm David Swanson. It is my great privilege to welcome to Talk Nation Radio this week Rob Kajiwara, who is an Okinawan Hawaiian singer, songwriter, and visual artist. In 2017, he was made a cultural ambassador for his ancestral village of Nakagusuku, Okinawa. In 2018, he was also made a cultural ambassador slash special envoy for Ke'aupuni o Hawaii, the Hawaiian Kingdom, in order to share Hawaiian history, culture, and issues in Ryukyu. Rob Kijiwara recently organized a petition to the White House about military bases in Okinawa, and some of us joined him in delivering it there on January 7th. We'll talk about that, and Rob will tell you how to correctly pronounce all of the words I've just said. Rob Kajiwara, welcome to Talk Nation Radio. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Uh, thank you for coming on. Can Maybe we can start if you could briefly tell us about your background as an Okinawan Hawaiian. Yeah, so um, for those who might not be familiar, there are a lot of Okinawans living in Hawaii, uh, around 100,000. Uh, and we have a very strong uh, community here, a strong uh, cultural identity and a strong link uh, remaining with uh, our ancestral ties to Okinawa. Uh, so I grew up in this community. I'm fourth generation Okinawan Hawaiian, and uh, I've always felt uh, a very strong connection uh, with my Okinawan uh, identity. And so um, that's why many of us, not only in Hawaii, but uh, elsewhere overseas as well, um, we, we wanted to support we wanted to do whatever we could to support Okinawan issues, and especially this issue currently going on at Hinoko. And and you have friends and family there and have been there? Yes, yes. I, I uh, still have a lot of close friends and relatives over there. I actually uh, do live there um, part of the year. I have an apartment there. Um, uh, it's still in my ancestral village, yes. Uh, for for people who are, are really out of the loop, uh where is Okinawa? What is Okinawa? And, and what is the situation there now? And, and how did it come to be that way? Okay, so Okinawa was an independent nation uh, known as Ryukyu up until 1879 when the Japan uh, government uh, invaded and annexed it. Um, they also did something similar with Korea and China and many other nations in the Asia-Pacific. Unfortunately, after the war ended, World War II, um, all those other nations received their independence back, except for Ryukyu, Okinawa. So Okinawa is just the name of the largest and most populated island in the Ryukyu island chain. But uh, there are many, many more islands in Ryukyu. Um, but uh, the situation with Okinawa is that the Japanese government has long been very prejudiced against Okinawans, which is why they prefer to put uh, the military bases in Okinawa just to get them out of the way so that uh, uh, they don't have to interfere in the Japanese homeland. So you can see there's a lot of prejudice uh, from Japanese against Okinawans. Uh, And are we talking about Japanese military bases or somebody else's military bases? So these are U.S. military bases. Uh, However, 
the Japanese government is trying to restart its military. After World War II, uh, the Japanese were, were banned from having a military, and, you know, they willingly agreed to this. Uh, but uh, nowadays, they're trying to restart their military. And so myself and many others, we believe that uh, Japan envisions uh, the current U.S. military bases in Okinawa uh, eventually being their own. Japanese military bases. And Japan, we should note, is still banned from having a military by Article 9 of its constitution, correct? Yes, that's correct. But uh, the current Japanese Prime Minister, Shinzo Abe, he wants to change that article to allow Japan to restart its military. And so currently they are U.S. military bases, uh, and for the immediate future, that's what they'll be. How how many of them are there, and what's what's happening in terms of, of potentially moving and, and the building of a new one? So there's a, a lot of U.S. military bases in Okinawa. Now, keep in mind that Okinawa is just a small island, and when compared to Japan, um, so Okinawa has... 70% of Japan's military bases, yet makes up just 0.6% of Japan's total land mass. So you can see that uh, Okinawa is really quite small, and it's carrying a, a, a hugely unfair share of the military burden. And support for these military bases is, of course, much stronger in the rest of Japan than in Okinawa, correct? Right. So the Japanese, they don't have to deal with the military bases, right? Because, it, it, you know, they're saying, not in my backyard. Uh, so it's the Okinawans who have to deal with this uh, hugely unfair share burden. And um, the Okinawans um, are strongly against uh, any new bases. Uh, now, uh, many Okinawans um, are strongly against uh, all bases, although not all. Uh, some Okinawans call for uh, a withdrawal of all the military bases, but but not all um, are saying that. But 80% of Okinawans agree that this new base at Hinoko, Okinawa, is is a bad idea. That 80% do not want this new base. And, and is that because of the particular location and environmental destruction, or is it because it's just one too many and there are already so many darn bases there? Well, it's for both of those reasons and, and many more. This base at Hinoko is, uh, is going to cause a lot of problems, it, it, everything from cost to environmental to security to feasibility. Uh, there are just so many things wrong with it. And unfortunately, most of the rest of the world is not aware of this. And, you know, I, I think to the extent that much of the U.S. public is aware of anything that the U.S. military does, uh, and that's very little, uh, it, it, there's this common sense that it has something to do with democracy and defending democracy and spreading democracy. If if the people of Okinawa had democratic say over what happened in Okinawa, uh, these bases wouldn't be being built, right? That's right. Yeah, the Okinawan people are strongly against uh, at least this many bases. Uh, uh, not necessarily all the bases, but having uh, such a huge amount of bases uh, taking up Okinawa. So, um, 
the U.S. military takes up 20% of Okinawa's land mass and 40% of its arable land. Yet it makes up just 5% of the Okinawan economy. So you can see it's a huge economic burden to Okinawa. And so uh, the, the Okinawan people are overwhelmingly against any new bases, including this uh, proposed base at Hinoko. And uh, they've routinely used their democratic voices to express uh, their discontent with this decision. And yet both the Japanese and U.S. governments uh, continue to ignore and violate the democratic will of the Okinawan people. And, and and the recently elected governor of Okinawa agrees with the Okinawan people and has visited uh, Japan and the United States uh, and not really been listened to. Is that right? That's right. Yes. It, uh, governor Denny Tamaki, he was uh, elected uh, this past September uh, largely on the premise of stopping this base at Hinoko. That was... Uh, easily his, his largest and most notable campaign promise, and the people responded. Uh, he he was victorious in the election. He had the largest election uh, margin in Okinawan history so far. So that just shows you um, how strongly Okinawans feel about the issue. And yes, he, did, he has been traveling to Japan. He did travel to Washington, D.C. Uh, not that long ago, uh, and yet he was pretty much ignored by both the Japanese and uh, U.S. governments. And in fact, um, the Japanese government under Prime Minister Shinzo Abe, he was actually uh, trying to actively prevent Governor Tamaki from from uh, uh, gaining audience with U.S. government officials to discuss this matter. Yeah. We're, we're speaking with Rob Kajiwara, who... Uh, among other things on this issue, started a petition to President Donald Trump. Uh, Rob, can you tell us about that petition? Yeah, so I've been watching this situation very closely for a long time, and I, I'm very concerned about what's going on, because back in December, December 14th, the Japanese government decided to go ahead and start with the construction of this base at Hinoko, even though the Okinawan government has made it illegal. So the Japanese government is, is blatantly violating uh, the rights of the Okinawan people and their democratically elected government. Um, the Okinawan prefecture government uh, originally scheduled a referendum to be held on the matter for February 24th, just to allow the Okinawan people to vote and decide whether or not they wanted this space. Uh, and yet, the Japanese government decided to go ahead and start the construction prematurely in the hopes of crushing the will of the Okinawan people, uh, hoping that they'll just uh, roll over and give up and say, well, I guess we can't do anything now. We might as well accept the base. So they wanted to do that before the referendum. Uh, so last month, I started a petition on the White House's website asking President Trump to please intervene and, and stop the, the construction at least until uh, after the people hold their referendum. 
And, and it, it, the people in, in Okinawa, we should note, are, are not just electing officials who agree with them and hoping to be allowed a, a referendum vote, but are uh, engaged in all kinds of, of nonviolent activism and resistance. I mean, this is, a, this is a big deal in Okinawa, isn't it? That's right. Uh, people in Okinawa have been protesting this space for over 20 years, which is why um, it's been delayed for so long. And a lot of the, the protesters, especially the regular protesters, are elderly. They're retired, so you know, they don't have to, to work. So uh, they've decided to devote their retirement to trying to protect uh, the land and sea at Hinoko and to trying to stop this space. And they've been out there protesting for over 1,600 days straight. Even in bad weather, they, they've been out there for over 600 days straight. So um, this is big news um, all over Okinawa. It's routinely in the uh, uh, the media over there. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, a lot of people outside of Okinawa are just not very much aware of it. And, and the petition to Trump, uh, how many signatures is a White House website petition supposed to get that will supposedly have the president uh, respond to it? And how many signatures does this one have? So according to the White House's rules, a White House petition has to have at least 100,000 signatures within the first 30 days of its opening in order to guarantee a response from the White House. We hit that mark within 10 days. We got 100,000 signatures within the first 10 days. Uh, we currently have over 200,000 signatures. Uh, and this just shows you the amount of support um, there is for Hinoko and the amount of people who oppose this military base. This number is particularly remarkable considering the fact that we've gotten virtually no U.S. press coverage and that uh, Prime Minister Shinzo Abe of Japan has been actively trying to censor uh, people from seeing this petition or hearing about it or, or or being able to sign it. We we did an event about this petition standing right in front of the White House uh, that, as far as I know, got uh, extensive media coverage in, in Okinawa and in Japan uh, and virtually nothing in the United States. Is that, am I right about that? Yes, that's very right. The Okinawan and the Japanese press have um, been very much interested in this petition movement uh, pretty much since day one. Um, unfortunately, the U.S. media has shown uh, almost zero interest at all. How, how big a story, it's hard for me to tell, being uh, too ignorant to read the Japanese articles, how, how big a story is it in Japan uh, compared to in Okinawa and, and, and compared to in the United States? So in Okinawa, you can imagine this is huge news. It's been all over the the mainstream Okinawan media. Um, in Japan, it's also big news. It's not quite as as huge as in Okinawa, but it's still big news. We've been on um, a lot of the, the mainstream Japanese media, um, but in the United States, we've gotten virtually no coverage. We've gotten some coverage from. Um, Nonprofit organizations who are interested in things like like anti-war and environmental protection. We've gotten a little bit of coverage uh, in this regard, but uh, basically nothing from uh, the mainstream U.S. media. 
Yeah. And in the United States, uh, there was a recent uh, congressional election and there's a bunch of new Congress members and they are supposedly better and more progressive and more interested in peace and justice and environmental sustainability. Uh, Have you or the governor of Okinawa or anyone found a single Congress member or a single elected official in Japan who will take this matter up? There are some. There are some who are sympathetic. Um, unfortunately, they are the minority, and they face a huge uphill battle because um, the, the administration surrounding uh, Prime Minister Shinzo Abe, they, they are strongly opposed uh, to any type of uh, Dissent. Anyone who who disagrees with them, they uh, they find ways to to get back at them and kind of uh, attack them or, or try to censor them or try, just try to get them to be quiet about it. So, unfortunately, politicians in Japan, um, including Okinawan politicians, um, face a huge uphill battle trying to deal with the Japanese political system under Prime Minister Shinzo Abe. Do, do people in Okinawa, in large numbers, feel that, that Okinawa should simply be independent uh, of Japan, or do they identify as, as Japanese and want to work within uh, that system? This is a complicated subject because, um, as I said, up until 1879, Okinawa was independent. Um, and, you know, Okinawans, you know, we have our own unique history and culture, and identity, and, and languages. Um, but after 1879, Japan really started a heavy propaganda um, effort against Okinawans. Okinawans were shamed and uh, criticized and, and even outlawed from um, using our languages and from studying our history and uh, identifying as Okinawans. Um, and in fact, during World War II, Japan purposely murdered a lot of the Okinawan leaders, uh, including the independence leaders. Uh, over 200,000 people were murdered uh, during the Battle of Okinawa uh, in just a few months' time. Uh, that's one-third of the Okinawan population at the time. Uh, you can imagine that's a huge loss. That was a huge uh, uh, tragedy for Okinawa, and especially with a lot of the Okinawan leaders um, being murdered, that left a, a huge uh, leadership gap in Okinawa. And uh, even to this day, you know, we're still trying to recover. So um, now there are quite a few Okinawans who do support independence. Unfortunately, due to the heavy censorship and pressure uh, from the Japanese government, a lot of them are uh, um, in the closet. They're, they're undercover. Uh, so a lot of them are afraid to publicly support independence. Yeah, and so this is a huge, um, huge obstacle we're trying to face. I, I and others, we are trying to encourage uh, Okinawans to express their their democratic rights to self determination. But um, it's been a little bit of a slow process, just because of all the the heavy pressure there is, and. Um, but we're, we're continuing to work on it, and I think we're going to be making some breakthroughs um, in the future. Yeah. 
This this has been a, a an issue that people have been working on for years and years, as you know. Uh, and th- there's always been the the anti-militarist argument: uh, these bases are are counterproductive and stir up wars rather than deterring them, and so forth. But there have always been these other angles that people have tried: the destruction of coral, the destruction of the the dugong, this this manatee-like uh, animal, the the uh, the poisoning of groundwater with carcinogenic chemicals the the problems with drunk soldiers and and rapes and crimes by us occupiers in in your view which if any of these angles has the most potential to uh, to accomplish anything in this in in this effort to to restrain or eliminate these bases well, it's a little hard to say because uh, different people have different uh, uh, opinions as to which of these is the m- bigger issue. So, uh, for example, a lot of um, liberals or Democrats in the U.S., they find the environmental aspect to be very compelling. And, uh, in fact, many many Japanese also find that um, a compelling issue. So the environment has, the environmental aspect has been... Um, a very a very useful uh, aspect in terms of our movement, um, but you can imagine not everyone is interested in the environment. Uh, for example, um, a lot of Republicans or conservatives in the U.S. Uh, so for them, I think they've been more interested in things like cost and feasibility, necessity, security. Uh, all these are serious issues. So, in my opinion, there's no one issue that stands out above the others. They're all serious, and I try to, uh, I try to take them all uh, equally serious. I don't want to appear to be discrediting any of them. Sure. Uh, so we're really just trying to share um, this issue as a whole with as many people as possible, and uh, um, allowing allowing others to decide, you know, which issues they they can uh, relate to the most. Yeah. Um, if for believers in militarism and the need for military defense and so forth, uh, I have seen the case made that the United States would have absolutely no problem uh, technologically at this point uh, in completely destroying North Korea or China from California that there isn't actually a military argument for needing all these troops and equipment in Okinawa. Is that a, is that a reasonable case to make, or is there an argument against that? No, certainly that's a great case to make. And in fact, many U.S. military experts themselves have said that um, this base in particular, and, and in fact many of the, the U.S. military bases in Okinawa, are just not necessary for America's security or for Okinawa's security, Japan's security, or the, the Asia-Pacific region in general. Um, in fact, uh, the late John McCain said this, former Senator Jim, Jim Webb has yeah. said this, many other uh, uh, U.S. politicians and military experts have said similar things, that this base is just not necessary because, uh, well, this is primarily a Marine Corps base, and in the event of a conflict in Asia, the Marines would not be used. <laughs> so, yeah. so what are they doing uh, there? Yeah, so this base is really just wasting 
uh, American taxpayers' money. It's causing a whole lot of problems in Okinawa. It's um, instigating uh, attentions in in Asia between uh, China and and the U.S. and also North Korea and the U.S. This base is posing a, a lot of problems, and it's not necessary at all from a military or security strategic perspective. I remember in the information that Edward Snowden leaked out of the U.S. government that, that there was the revelation that the U.S. government had been sabotaging Japanese infrastructure, laying booby traps, preparing to be able to uh, cause destruction and havoc and shutdowns in Japanese infrastructure should it ever decide that Japan was now an enemy. Uh, I, I wonder what the the Japanese public uh, thinks about that, if anything, uh, and whether the idea ever occurs to anyone that the U.S. may like having bases in Japan purely to have bases in Japan as part of its plan to have bases everywhere. Yeah, yeah, I I agree with that. Um, this this idea of U.S. Um, a U.S. imperial military complex worldwide is uh, is concerning, and it's not it's not helpful for anyone, including the U.S. Now, in terms of uh, Japanese public opinion, uh, it, it varies widely. Um, some are are more supportive of the U.S. military, um, but some are 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 more against it. And in fact, our petition movement we've gotten a lot of support from Japanese. Uh, uh, it's hard to put a number on it, but almost half of the signatures have come from Japanese uh, who who support Hinoko and who don't want more U.S. military bases uh, in Okinawa or Japan or, or anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, I, um, I know that yeah. at World Beyond War, we have people in Japan uh, doing rallies and taking actions in support of Okinawa. I almost, I almost wish we had uh, done this petition in a way that would allow us to, to contact those people rather than sending them to the White House website. But uh, but it was a powerful way to do it. Um, what, what can what what's we have about two minutes left? What what's next? What can people do to help? How can people learn more and get involved? So the simple way uh, of saying this would be to just stand with Okinawa. That's kind of our, our motto, hashtag stand with Okinawa. We have uh, a Facebook page. We have um, a website. Uh, there are a lot of people uh, promoting this hashtag all over the Internet. And if you uh, just look up information about uh, the Stand with Okinawa movement, you can find different ways you can help. If you haven't already, please sign the petition to the White House. Uh, please sign and share it. There are also a few other um, letter-writing campaigns and things like that going around that U.S. citizens uh, can, can do to help Okinawa. So I would say the main thing is just um, look up Stand with Okinawa and uh, get in touch with us to, and get in touch with um, other people who are, who are part of the movement. And uh, once you're part of it, then um, uh, there are a lot of different ways uh, U.S. citizens can can uh, help Okinawa. 
We've been speaking with Rob Kajiwara. He is an Okinawan Hawaiian singer, songwriter, and visual artist. Uh, and he launched this petition on the White House website that has over 200,000 or, or close, I, I think, to 200,000 signatures uh, and should have more. Uh, and I believe U.S. bases uh, should be removed from Okinawa. Rob Kajiwara, thank you for what you're doing and for coming on Talk Nation Radio. No, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. This is Talk Nation Radio. I'm David Swanson. Take action at rootsaction.org. Help end war at worldbeyondwar.org. All past shows can be heard at davidswanson.org. Talk Nation Radio is produced in Charlottesville, Virginia, and syndicated by Pacifica Network. If you are listening to a nonprofit station, please support that station. Talk Nation Radio is funded by contributors at davidswanson.org. There is no way to peace. Peace is the way. Until next time.